guys, welcome back to the 20-something girl podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Robinson, and I'm so happy you're here. Okay, first things first, I have to say thank you so much to everyone who came out to our Prosecco and Portraits event this past Sunday. It was seriously so, so much fun. The vibes were high, the environment was so cute, so cozy, and yeah, I'm just feeling so, so grateful and I had to start this episode off with just saying like a huge shout out because it was honestly so amazing. If you didn't know, I hosted a collab event with Peyton Watts Photography at Ona Cafe and Bakery in Lacombe this past Sunday and it was super fun. We really wanted to host an event to connect like-minded 20-something year old girls. I mean, I feel like I talk about this a lot, but one of the hardest part about being in your 20s I found is connecting with people and making friends and putting yourself out there. And yeah, we just wanted a way to start the snowball effect of encouraging one another, including myself, (laughs) to put yourself out there and connect with people. And this was able to bring a space for people to do that. Peyton offered mini creative portrait sessions that were so much fun. Everybody brought so much personality and I think everyone brought a different vibe to their own session and I'm super excited to see all the photos everyone gets back from their own individual sessions but Peyton is just like a magician. She makes you feel so natural and comfortable in front of the camera and there's no awkward where do I put my hand? Where do I look? How do I tilt my head? If you didn't know, Peyton is the one that does all of my branding photos for the podcast page on Instagram and she absolutely kills it. So working with her was a dream, but bringing her skills to, you know, new people was even, even better. But yeah, having a space where all of us kind of took a step out of our comfort zones and we're really pushing ourselves to maybe meet new people, um, stand in front of a camera if you don't normally do that, um, record yourself, take videos, take photos, whatever it may be. It was really, really awesome to see everyone just step a little bit outside of their comfort zone and push themselves to connect with like-minded people and like-minded individuals and new faces, whatever, whatever that looked like for everybody. It was just super, super nice. Transparently, I was honestly nervous. (laughs) The morning of, as I was getting ready, I was like, you know, thinking about all the little things and hoping just everything went okay. And, and yeah, that's how you know that you're kind of in, in the right direction when you have those like nervous, good butterflies, but it was so, so awesome. So thank you so much to everyone who came, but also a big shout out to everyone who even inquired about the event, you know, taking that step to message and ask for information and maybe you couldn't make this one, but based on how Sunday went, I really hope we're able to bring this energy into the rest of the year and I don't know, maybe do something new and different in the next little bit. So definitely keep an eye out on the 20-something girl podcast Instagram um, to just stay up to date with everything 
I got going on and that we might have in the future. But yeah, so I just wanted to express how grateful I am for even having that day with everybody and having the conversations with everyone who inquired about it and whatnot. I'm just feeling very, very grateful. And you know, when you have those experiences that make your cup just full, I think it's really important to reflect and bring gratitude to the surface at, at some level. So... So yeah, I just had to start this episode off acknowledging that and giving everyone a huge shout out because it was amazing. But on a different note, something else I've been up to is the other week I got my eyebrows laminated, so tinted and shaped and laminated for the first time ever, you guys. I have never had my eyebrows done ever. No professional has ever touched them. I've never let anyone do anything, wax, tweeze, anything like that to my eyebrows. I've just kept that very to myself. I just didn't necessarily trust anyone to do anything that I wasn't really sure of, but I've been thinking about doing a brow lamination for a while and I finally just randomly did it one night. I booked it on a Sunday night for Monday morning and it was awesome. The girl I went to was super, super kind and she just created a very comfortable environment and very trustworthy and you kind of just like put your eyebrows in her hands and she did not disappoint. And when I tell you guys, it has actually made my mornings so much easier. I don't know about you guys, but I find that doing my eyebrows is probably one of the most like tedious and possibly sometimes stressful parts of my makeup routine, especially when it just doesn't go right. <laughs> you know those days where you're trying to fix it, but you're kind of making your eyebrows worse? Well, let me just tell you, getting your brows laminated and kind of worked on, shaped, um, helps. <laughs> Who would have thought? But helps in the sense of just they're already the right shape and you're not trying to make them something that they're not. So definitely if you're thinking about it, look into your local brow girls because they, they know what they're doing and that's all I have to say about that. But I thought I would share because it was a first experience. I think a lot of people have probably been getting their eyebrows down for like years. I'm just like not one of those people. I was always like, don't do anything to my eyebrows because I don't want to regret and like not be able to fix things. But luckily that was not my experience and the experience went very, very smoothly. And I encourage, if you're thinking about it, do some re research. Like I said, look into local brow girls and find the one that connects to you if you're like really looking into it because it, it has worked for me and it's probably been one of my favorite things that I've done in the past couple weeks. So I just had to come on here and mention it and, and tell you guys. But with that being said, that's kind of my only only update I have to share with you guys. I thought today would be a good day to record an episode talking about all of the things that I'm consuming lately. I was listening to a podcast and at the end of the episode, the host asked the guest, um, 
what were they consuming lately? You know, what TikToks have you been watching? What podcasts have you been listening to? What Netflix shows are you watching right now? And I was like, wow, what an interesting question because I always want to know what are you watching? What are you listening to? Etc. And I thought I would just elaborate on that and bring it up to me personally and tell you guys and share a little bit about what my TikTok looks like, what I'm watching on Netflix, products I've been using. I don't know, just kind of go over general things I've been really, really into or things that are just consuming my time lately. <laughs> and as I was making kind of like a list, there has been a lot. So I guess with that being said, let's just get into it. So first I want to start off with the fact that I re-downloaded TikTok the other week. I have not had TikTok on my phone for so long. Now, if I'm being honest, it is a highly addictive app that all of a sudden it's like an hour and you've watched like a hundred videos and you're just like down this rabbit hole of scrolling. You can't get off the app. Like it, it truly is an addictive platform that um, I just didn't really want to consume my time with a few months ago. And it also is a platform that kind of brought me a bit of anxiety when I went on it because people are always creating, people are always posting, people are always, you know, buying this, buying that, doing this, going here. Like it can be a very, um, what am I trying to say? Like almost like a spiral of like, wow, I'm not buying anything. I'm not posting anything. I'm not creating anything. Like it almost can quickly turn into a comparison app. And I think to go back on it, you kind of have to have that mindset and that kind of in the back of your mind, just to remind yourself that, okay, we are not on here to compare ourselves to anyone. Everyone is just doing their own things and we're just pleasantly watching and consuming. And if there's a helpful product they share or a point they make, then we can take it with like a grain of salt or whatever the saying is. Long story short, I re-downloaded TikTok. <laughs> and it has been a consuming app. Let's just be honest. It is what it is. But I think trying to find that balance of, okay, I have watched enough for right now. I need to go do something. I need to get up and um, go do a little task to break up my rabbit hole scrolling. <laughs> but I thought it would be fun to tell you guys what I'm actually watching on TikTok right now. Uh, first things first, my For You page is full of get ready with me's. Like, I swear it's every second or third video is a get ready with me. Someone is getting ready to go somewhere and I love it. I love watching people do their makeup and it's just fascinating. <laughs> I find it fascinating because we all have some sort of routine when it comes to our makeup and how we present ourselves and mine is probably so different than yours and yours is probably so different than the next person's and I think it's really interesting on this app that we just can see 
a variety of styles and get inspiration from everybody and see what products, you know, recommended for dry skin or to promote glowiness. I don't know. I've been really, really loving the, the get ready with me content. The second thing that is all over my for you page right now is hair transformations. I don't know why, but I'm obsessed with watching these hair transformation videos. Like, the blonde to red or like the brunette to blonde like it's just these dramatic hair hair transformations are so intriguing to me and not even the dramatic ones the relatable every time you go to the hairstylist ones or even like how they how they're styling their hair i fully know right at this moment i probably could not repeat it myself you know, the hairdresser of like 10 years on TikTok showing they how they showing me how they do a certain curl. I know I probably couldn't walk into my bathroom and recreate it, but I love I love watching it. And it has made me want to like freshen up my hair. And I think maybe because we're approaching spring. Now we're still in the thick of it, you guys. If you're listening and you're in Alberta, you know, we got, we got a bit to go, a ways to go, I should say, but you know, it's, it's spring is coming. It will be here eventually. And when it comes, I think I would like some fresh hair. So I'm just taking all of this hair inspo. I feel like my camera roll has just like doubled with screenshots of hair colors I think I want to try out. <laughs> so if you're a hairstylist listening to this, um, please send me a message because I just want to get your opinion. If the crazy hair I'm looking at at TikTok would, looking at on TikTok would actually suit me. Let's chat. Let's have a, let's have a hair talk because I am very much influenced by TikTok right now and I just need to, I think, book a hair appointment, which now I'm being dramatic, you guys, because I also want to say just because we're watching TikToks and it makes us feel like we need to change our hair, change the way we do our makeup, you know, wake up at 5 a.m. and do 20 things before 7 doesn't make that realistic for our own lives. We have to take what we consume in with a great grain of salt. Is that the, is that the saying? <laughs> Why can't I think of a natural way to say that right now? But you guys know what I mean. Take everything that you see on TikTok and Instagram and socials and everything, just all in moderation. And we don't need to fully, you know, undergo a transformation to feel better about ourselves. But a little hair refresh doesn't hurt every once in a while. You know, maybe every season or so, it's always good to get a refresh and see how it treats you, if you know what I mean. Another thing I've been really, really loving watching on TikTok is people's just daily vlogs. <laughs> it's so funny that we are so fascinated with watching people's just everyday 
lives, you know, I was listening to a girl and she was kind of talking about the fascination we have with watching daily vlogs and seeing how people spend their mornings, you know, what's their after work routine look like? What do they do in a work day? Like, why are we so fascinated with people's everyday lives? And I saw someone talk about this on Instagram stories the other day, and I was like, it kind of just got me thinking, like, why are we <laughs> so obsessed with watching, you know, how people spend their mornings from like 7am to 9am 9, 9 before they go to work, or their full 9 to 5, what that looks like, or their after work routine. Obviously, you guys, you guys know what I'm talking about, but why are we so fascinated with watching people do everyday tasks? Like, there's a really, really good chance that we ourselves do some of these tasks just in a different way and how it's suited for our lives, but the same general idea of the task, if you know what I mean. But you know, the question I kind of have next to that note is, does it make us feel less alone watching people do very similar things to us? And just knowing that people go through daily motions every single day, just like us, is that why we're so obsessed with watching daily vlogs? I don't know. And if you're like, that is my least favorite type of content on the app, then you're probably not even going to relate to that at all. <laughs> but it's a real question. And I think I could definitely see it translating into, you know, watching people go through their everydays and maybe you relate to a certain part of it. It kind of makes us feel like we aren't alone in a funny way. <laughs> but as you can clearly tell, it is a whole new world on TikTok and I am loving it. I'm taking it in in moderation and enjoying the content I'm consuming on there. But with that being said, I have kind of played around with the idea of doing a 20-something girl podcast TikTok. So stay tuned. I think I might create a TikTok page for the podcast. And I think by saying it on here, maybe we'll hold me accountable and maybe we'll do it together. <laughs> but like I said, a whole new world on TikTok. It is just fascinating. And for someone who maybe a couple months ago, the app gave a lot of anxiety to, um, how I've reframed it in my mind is really comforting and is actually allowing myself to enjoy the content and not get wrapped into the rabbit hole that it can so easily turn into. But that is basically what I've been consuming on socials lately. That is the highlight of what I've been consuming on socials. As for what I've been watching, what I've been consuming on a different screen, <laughs> aka the TV screen, we started Outer Banks season three. Okay, my main question is how are these kids pulling this off? And when did they sleep? 
when do they eat? When, <laughs> when do they take a break to be like a normal functioning human being? And the whole show, you're kind of on the edge of your seat, which I'm assuming is the whole point, of course, but it's kind of a reach. It's kind of a stretch of reality, like most TV shows, most Netflix shows are, but I mean, I watched the other two seasons. I feel like I should see it through, but I will say so far, I'm not, I'm not done season three. We're not done it, but so far it's not my favorite one. If anyone has any thoughts about Outer Banks, please share because I would love to chat. No spoilers because like I said, I'm not done it yet, but I have questions for those kids who are they like out of, out of high school, like fresh out of high school, like how old are these kids? I just, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But will I watch the whole season? Absolutely. I have to see it through. I have to finish it. But it's been one thing I've been watching. Another thing um, I've been watching on Netflix is The Perfect Match. It's another show I literally can't stop watching, but it's so bad. It's so bad, but I kind of love it but it's so bad, you guys. And I have, I have so many thoughts, but I also don't want to say anything just in case no one, like, if you're just starting it and I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but that show is, is a lot. Like, that's another one. We're not done it. We're not finished it, but you can only watch so much of it in a day, in a week. Like, I can't, I can't binge it because I just can't take that much consumption of that show. And honestly, that's where I'm going to leave that one. But the last show I'll say that I've been consistently consuming is I'm back watching Sex and the City. Now, I've watched it all the way through once before, um, and I'm re-watching it because it is my comfort show. I love that show. <laughs> I don't know why. It just, it just brings me so much comfort. The episode's short, sweet, and yeah, that is one show that I think I could watch all the time, and I've really been on a kick, especially when I can't take the, I don't want to watch something that makes me anxious for the kids if they're going to get caught, if they're going to get the gold. I can't watch the, are they seriously going to match? Or are they not? She did what? Sex and the City provides me a comfort, calming show that I don't have to get worried about, get worked up about, if you know what I mean. Okay, the next area of consumption I have here, I quickly wanted to talk about podcasts I've been consuming. I feel like I've been a little bit more on my podcast listening game. Um... It sometimes goes in waves. Sometimes you just don't have a ton of time to listen and catch up with all your favorite podcasts, but I thought, I know I've shared podcasts I listened to before, but I thought I would just share again some of my favorite podcasts I've been listening to and trying to keep up with lately. First, I have What We Said. I love this podcast. I feel like this podcast is one that I'm generally genuinely like find myself laughing at <laughs> so definitely check it out 
Um, Note to Self by Peyton Sartin. Note, sorry, Note to Self by Peyton Sartin. <laughs> that one's great. She has really awesome guests. I really like listening to it. Lately, I've been kind of getting back into listening to that one. Um, yeah, it's really, really good. Gals on the Go with Danielle, Danielle Carolyn and Brooke Michio. I love that podcast. I listen to probably every episode every week. I just really like keeping up with them. What else do I have here? Oh, the Sincerely Samantha podcast. Big shout out. That is a local podcast here in Red Deer. She, I recently recorded an episode with her. So definitely go check that out. It was all about jewelry and engagements and kind of what I do for work. And that was really interesting. So if you haven't checked out the Sincerely Samantha podcast, I would recommend. And Fun on Weekdays by Jenna Palak. That one um, is another one of my favorites. It's in my kind of library that I like to keep up with. Um, just, just genuine 20-something girl talking about a variety of subjects. That's kind of the podcast I gravitate towards. Just a podcast that kind of could touch on anything. Have guests, do solo episodes, whatever it may be. Um, those are definitely some podcasts I've been listening to. But okay, let's talk about some products or just general things I've been I've been really into lately, consuming, whatever. Um, first one, this is so random and very, very random, but <laughs> I have been obsessed with cherry flavored bubbly. I don't know. I recently have tried bubbly for the first time. I love sparkling water, especially flavored sparkling water. I love it. I feel like it just gives me like a little, I don't know, it feels like a little treat without being anything crazy, but the cherry flavor specifically, and I'm not a big cherry girl. Like I'm not, I don't like cherry flavored. I don't know. The only thing I can think of is like medicine. Like I don't like that really, um, artificial cherry flavor in anything. Like if there was candies, cherry would probably be the last flavor I picked. I don't know what came over me to even try the cherry flavored bubbly, but I've been obsessed with it. I also really, really like the coconut LaCroix sparkling water. Um, another one of my favorites, but I don't know. I've been a big sparkling water girl lately. I just love the carbonation, the subtle flavor without it being like a juice or a pop or anything like that. Like it's very, it's much more subtle and a little bit more hydrating, I find. Super random and you're either going to get it or you're not. <laughs> that's just, that's just that one. But another product I've been really into, not just lately, probably since I've been using it, which has been months now. I actually got recommended this product by, I just asked on Instagram one day, best blush out there, and the majority of the people said the Rare Beauty Blush. And honestly, every time I use the product, it's like, I love it. Like, I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with it enough to re-mention it. I think I've already probably talked about it somewhere, but it is such a good pigmented blush and obviously it's all over TikTok right now 
which as you guys know, big TikTok girl, <laughs> but it, it honestly is such a great product and I've recommended it to people and seeing them pick the shade for them and seeing it on is chef's kiss. Like it's, it really is just a very, um, all around good product for I think a lot of different skin tones, skin types, anything like that. But I recently actually saw a girl mix the liquid highlighter from Rare Beauty with the blush, kind of she mixed it almost like on her face, not like applied one and then applied the other one over top. She kind of mixed it and I really like that and I think it would be a really good look especially with the summer and spring coming up if you want like an extra extra glowy look mixing the two products while it's actually on your face now that might not make sense and I'm trying to like do a motion right now even though you guys absolutely can't see me but it was it gave good results very glowy like extra glowy so if you're you're into that then maybe give it a try the next thing now this is kind of two products, but lip liner mixed with a lip mask. Now, sometimes I find that if I put a lip liner on and like a colored gloss on over it, I just haven't found the right combination. But I, the other day, did Pillow Talk lip liner, which is just a classic shade. I think if you're thinking about buying a lip liner, give Pillow Talk a try. They have variations of shade, medium, dark, and then their original, I think, and I could be wrong, but they have a couple different shades of it. It's very, like, the perfect kind of deeper pink, and then I actually put the Laneige lip mask over top. Clear, colorless, but it gives a very moisturized look, um, and I've been really, really liking it. It's very random, random combination that I thought I'd share with you guys, but, um, I guess I really like it. <laughs> okay, I really wanted to end off this things I've been consumed with episode with real life things I've been consumed with. You know, what is going on in my real life that I've just been absolutely loving? And I only have, honestly, I only have one point for this, but I've been really trying and really prioritizing consuming myself with spending quality time with people I love. And now that probably seems and sounds so generic, but honestly, we just get into these phases sometimes where we just get into our own individual routines, whether it be with work or um, passion projects, anything that really gives us like tunnel vision where we don't prioritize spending that quality time with people we care about and love. And I guess I've just been in a really good phase in my life where, you know, I'm prioritizing saying yes to the girls' nights, saying yes to hanging out with people when I maybe normally would just spend the evening in you know, making time for those intentional date nights with your partner, making time to get together with a bunch of 20-something girls on a Sunday, you know, all of these things are steps in 
the direction of connection. Now, it's just a wonderful way to fill up your cup. Everything, like this whole episode, I've kind of said everything in moderation. If you need a day to not talk to anyone and to fully veg out and recharge, take the day. But I've just been really into prioritizing spending time with people I love. And I think that's such a fun phase to be in because it's going to come and it's going to go. And saying yes to the girls' night, saying yes to the dinners, saying yes to the hockey games or the coffee dates or whatnot, and genuinely just connecting with people that you truly care about is really important to do. You know, offline, off TikTok, off your phone, off <laughs> off your screens, it's just important to remember that real life is consuming us too, and we have to fill a part of that with something we enjoy, something that's also filling our cup up. And for me right now, that is spending time with people I care about. So yeah, I thought that would be a really good place to end the episode because it's just a really important reminder to, okay, yes, we can be obsessed with what we have all over our TikTok for you pages and what's new on Netflix and all this stuff, but what are we doing in our real life with our real people and our real selves and how are we connecting and how are we consuming in in real life? So, so yeah. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you're not already following the 20-something girl podcast page on Instagram, go ahead, give it a follow, keep up with me and the podcast to see what's up, see what, see what we got going on. So yeah. Anyways, I hope you have a wonderful day, wonderful week, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye guys.